0: Go face them and fight them. Be savage
2: again. Welcome back into the Put Me In Coach podcast, everybody. Bobby Blanco, Tom Natale, and Ian Foster with you tonight. That is your threesome no-greg reporter uh, for this evening. Once again, back to back weeks. But that's okay. We press on talking about sports because this is a goddamn sports <laughs> podcast. Correct. Uh, Put Me In Coach podcast across the board on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Give it a sub- Subscribe. Um and leave a comment, spread the word. We appreciate all the help and support we get from our loyal listeners. At Pabio underscore Blanco for me on Twitter. At Tom underscore natalie for Thomas. At Ian underscore Foster twenty one for Iggy. Um, and of course, PMIC Podcast on social media as well. Well, of there's not porters. Porters comes at the end of the show. <laughs> I have to I have to sit on it. For right now, it's baby back porter. <laughs> at baby back porter because last week he missed because due to a bad back. <clears throat> And I'll think of uh, as another one for the end of the show because he's uh, <laughs> once again absent. But that's okay. Like I said, threesome going on. There's nothing going on in the world of sports. so Not at all. We're will probably just we have... not
3: going to be distracted tonight at all. No, no, no. no. We'll,
2: this actually is probably the perfect episode just to maybe call Porter and just have him do a full hour and a half Ron yeah. Gregory's <laughs> because there's nothing you to talk about. Look at
3: that. Zero field goals in the last five and a half minutes.
0: We are watching
2: the University of Maryland Terrapins take on the Wisconsin Badgers live as we're we are recording this episode, so excuse us if we get a little distracted. Excuse Tom if he does scream at the television. Why excuse... is it just me? I'm not the only one. I'm not sc- done. <laughs> excuse Ian if he throws something, <laughs> <laughs> and excuse me if I just leave. <laughs> okay. Um, I didn't see the start of this game. We we're nearing halftime, and we're only down by seven. But uh, I, so I'm not fully frustrated like you two guys are. <gasps> uh, so there's, uh, there's already sure been a full get... four minutes w- where we
1: didn't score a field goal. Also, yes.
2: So that's a good. So, so t- totally nine. Minutes. I'm sure. Uh, uh, number seventeen in the country, things just not scoring for four and minutes. underdog. Yes. Um, okay. Well, well, we could possibly touch on Maryland. Uh, We're gonna get there. We're gonna get yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, your rundown. I mean, some of this might actually change due to what happened just in the last couple of hours. Yes. Um. On Tuesday night, it's uh, uh, uh January fourteenth, twenty twenty, and we had a good rundown, a pack show. Yeah. The over under was set at one forty two by okay. Megan Healy. Truly. Yeah, that's her guess. Um, she then bumped guess. it up to two hours when I told her Porter wasn't going on. Wasn't <laughs> going on. And uh, and the... Uh, a lot of variables. A lot of news coming, th- again, uh, com- news coming out in the last couple of hours uh, this evening. Um, but we are going to start um, on the college football gridiron. Yeah, right, Tom?
3: Yeah, that's right. LSU, national champions. Uh, Joe Burrow just completed what might be the best uh, season in college football yeah. history. hmm Guys, he had, um, let's see, let's look at this, uh, 60 touchdown passes. That's set a NCAA record, beat Colt Brennan, <laughs> former Redskin great. Only six interceptions, 76.3% completion
2: percentage. Is Colt Brennan in the Redskins preseason Hall of Fame?
3: Absolutely. 100%. Okay. And right uh, when he went 11 for 11. Is
1: it
2: the Colt Brennan Redskins preseason Hall of Fame?
1: <laughs> 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 is it named after him? Presented by. Um, yeah.
3: And he passed for over 5,600 yards. Yes, uh, Mike Dwyer thought, a friend of program thought Colt Brennan was actually our future at one point we'll never get over it I no. I could, I, I'll never forget that argument yeah s- guys uh, just initial recap of the game it was it was kind of s- similar to last year where at least like th- the first quarter and a half were competitive you know back and forth it was a really good game Clemson really started out hot and then LSU figured something out and just Clemson could not do anything offensively defensively um Guys, bro, is really, really, really freaking good. Yeah, kick and play. Uh, yeah, I mean, talk about just you know the complete package from athleticism, speed, size, touch.
2: I mean, you name it. Uh, is, is some of the plays it, it, he can, a heck
3: of a story. Yeah, I mean
2: mm-hmm. he some of the, I mean he's a great quarterback by himself. But then what I think what makes him beyond that is the plays he can make with his feet, the extending of the play. And then just making it just a dagger in the heart by like, you think you have him dead to rights, and then mm-hmm. he gets the ball out of his hand and in the hands of one of his dynamic receivers, mm-hmm. and they're running for 30
0: yards.
3: Okay, guys, how and He many also could just drop dimes. Dimes, right?
2: How many.
3: Bobby and I talked about this on Twitter last night. How many players would you like to hashtag? Please report to Ashburn
2: immediately, please. Um, How many players are on rosters? (laughs) (laughs) I'm okay with all of them. Man, there's some. If you stepped on the field last night at the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, you can report to Redskins Park, except for maybe the kickers because college kickers suck. But other than that, Mm -hmm. the I mean, just the athleticism on this field from all like it's not even just like the skill position players like you're seeing the LSU left tackle run down the field 30 yards and demolishing people on a screen mm-hmm. pass you know running almost you know stride for stride with one of LSU's best receivers i mean it's just the, the athleticism across the board and uh, the final score is 42-25 tom mentioned like you know, it was close for m- most of the first half, and then LSU kind of ran away with-, with it. I-, I think this is more of a compliment to LSU of how yes. good they are as a team than a detriment to Clemson. Yes. I think Clemson was the second best team in college football this year. That defense statistically was the best. Now they play in the ACC, okay? Take that with a grain of salt. They like, beat Ohio State. But then they did Ohio they State. They did it to so Ohio State, and that's proof. You know, they've. For, I'm, I feel like they have at least two, if not three, defensive linemen projected to go in the top 15 every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and. LSU LSU in the second half made them look like a cakewalk. They were just Joe Burrow getting the ball out of his hand, receivers running wild, that running back who was a mini Mark Ingram uh, just doing quick little baby steps and juking the hell out of people. I mean, they just put on a clinic and really flexed their muscle to show that they were the most dominant team in college football this year. Did
3: you guys see the end of the game in which Odell Beckham was (laughs) handing (laughs) out (laughs) wads? How is he allowed to do that? Yeah, that's... (laughs) Well, I think... That's he, a violation, right? Very,
1: very much so. Okay. But I think he also did it to all the people who were... The are seniors who were... Coming no longer, out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, clock hit zero. What are you going to do? Suspend them? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> did well, you t- take away the title? Did you see they are oh. the first team ever to beat the all four teams in the preseason top four? Yeah, really? And like, and by an average of 21 points. Wow. C- Clemson,
2: Alabama, Georgia, and Oklahoma. Yep. Coach O.
1: Coach O. Go Taggers. Go
2: Taggers. Go Taggers. I, I love that. Um... And they're also the first team ever to beat seven
1: top ten teams in one season. Wow. I mean, they, that's I, incredible. I honestly think that was the best single season f- by a quarterback or a da, college player in general. Guy, Yeah. That I've ever seen. Hey, that I've seen.
3: Look, uh, LSU's OC, the 30-year-old, just got hired by the Panthers today. Yep. He's going to be their no, new offensive coordinator. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the
1: guy that went to William and Mary or whatever? Yes. Mm-hmm. That was a conversation on. Joe Brady. On uh, Joe Brady, yeah.
2: Grant and Danny today. I don't know if you heard, but like, wh- where does Joe Burrow's season rank? Not just last night's performance, but his whole season rank that, that, amongst the most dominant in that college That was better than, that than that what I seen? ever saw out of Tim Tebow. Tim uh, Tebow, yeah. Cam Newton's. Uh, I always think of Vince, Reggie, Vince James, Young's. James Winston's. Reggie Bush,
1: not quarterback.
3: Reggie Bush. I,
2: that was. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, mm-hmm. better than last year's Heisman, Charles Woodson's or Desmond Howard's or, or Barry Sanders. I don't remember Barry Sanders either. either. Or... Yeah, it, it, it's
3: incredible. And, and guys, if I don't ask this question, I, I wouldn't be doing my job as sh- rundown or manager <laughs> person, <laughs> whatever it's called. Kind of producer, producer. I'm well, not producer. producer. I'm the producer. You're.
2: I don't know what you are, but yes.
3: Anyways, <laughs> the Redskins pick second overall. Joe Burrow looks to be like a absolute can't miss prospect, right? That's not hyperbolic, that's not recency effect. This guy is the real deal. Looks like it. Um what if the Bengals go best player, we'll go Chase Young or something? What
2: I so this is what what I wanted to see like I wanted Joe Burrow to have and make it almost impossible for the Bengals to pass up on you. Mm-hmm. And he did. I mean, Again, probably the best defense in all of college football, four hundred and sixty three yards, thirty one completions, five touchdowns through the air. Jeez. He also ran for one and fifty eight yards. Uh QR rating of eighty five point six. I mean, he put on a show and he outplayed now this is not a detriment to Trevor Lawrence either, but he outplayed next year's predicted yep. number one overall yeah, pick. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um and probably Heisman favorite going into next year. I would yeah. think so. Uh and and he just <coughs> shoved him and uh I, I, that's what I wanted to see. I wanted Joe Burrow to make it impossible for the, and it, it just adds up too. he's an Ohio guy at the Bengals needed a new quarterback to kind of restart. They're going to move on from Andy Dalton. Mm-hmm. It, this kind of just all kind of comes together where it's adding up. Like at this point, after last night's performance, I would say Joe Burrow is like a 98% lock to be sure. drafted number one overall. But in your scenario, that 2%, okay. What if they do take decide, you know what? Uh, Chase Young is more of a kind of well, I mean, no, no player affects the game more than a quarterback, but is a game wrecker. We need to improve on the defensive side of the ball. Let's just take let's take on him sure. and and add and you know hang on to Andy Dalton for another year or two and then get a quarterback. Sure, it's 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 an interesting question. I mean, I think we in the past we have you know before last night's performance, all three of us would say immediately trade back because yes. we have our quarterback. But you like you just said no. Nope. Joe Burrow now is now a ger- generational talent, yep. and uh, how do you pass up on a guy like that? Can't.
0: So I would you're saying pass up you're
2: saying him. draft him, Tom, yeah. in this scenario? Yeah. I mean, you
3: you have to. Be, he's the most important player on the team, mm-hmm. and if he's really, a can't miss. I mean, we just saw this last year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For with I mean, an inferior that's thing too. with an inferior talent in Kyler Murray. I mean, it's safe to say Joe Burrow is light
2: years ahead of him as a prospect, right? Yeah, I mean, just f- from a physical standpoint, he's. Sure. Is, I mean, he's bigger. Uh, he's probably not faster, but he's
1: bigger, yeah. probably stronger. No, he, I Plays had to. Them ne- I had to think about it for a while. Pro style form of the position, but. See, I'm saying if you put Dwayne Haskins, same age as Joe Burrow, because think about it again, because he's younger. If you put him in that LSU offense, he's doing the same thing. He threw fifty touchdowns and eight interceptions. He did. He did. Like, and he beat out Joe Burrow. He did. He's he's just got he's got more time. What? Joe Burrow five years. He yeah. did, he got redshirted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like and then all of a sudden no, don't get me wrong, it was the greatest season I've seen, but it's still just one year. Nothing is nothing is hundred percent hit. You never know. We'll see what happens with him I and the just, Bengals next year.
3: You know, if it wasn't for Dwayne's last two games in which he looked better, I, I would hesitate for a second. Um, maybe has an
2: opportunity to be solid, but it's just too, he's too much of a talent to pass up.
1: I'm uh, trading back in a heartbeat. I
2: see, but I think even that, because you had – now, the other thing about Kyler Murray is that, you know, they brought in a head coach for him. They knew this was the path they wanted to take. Yep. And Kyler Murray, they basically make their offense to fit Kyler Murray. Joe Burrow can fit any offense in the NFL. Correct. So that's not a necessity. So uh, I would say, yeah, and and Dwayne Haskins, I I, I really liked what I, I saw. I mean, looking at, at it, end at the it season, like his I would trade back is, too. His
3: comp is Aaron Rodgers. That's his comp. Yeah. I mean, would you Andrew trade Lowe. back
2: for for Aaron Rodgers? No. Well, I mean, yeah. But, again, there's also – I mean, this yep. is a – there's always a – 15 I mean, it's just, years it's of all-pro caliber quarterback. But did people – I mean, Aaron Rodgers was the highly touted prospect. Did people know no, that? No, and was, he was failed in the draft, the too. Case? But, right. I mean, if that's if that's his comp,
3: if that's where his ceiling is, then mm-hmm. uh, fine.
2: Yeah. I, I think I'm I'm still trading back because we have a quarterback in the
1: building and we're – I mean, unless – A quarterback the, that beat him out, dude. Like, we can't – just sweep that under the rug, like that's he beat him out when he was younger. Why not? Why wouldn't he be able to do it again? He's still he's got his his potential is out the roof. Dwayne Haskins is too. Like he can make throws that Joe Burrow just can't, and that's not even being hyperbolic.
2: I mean, there are similarities too because the Redskins are now are having a coaching change. So what if Ron Rivera comes in, looks at the tape, and says, "I want Joe Burrow instead." Yep. If Ron does it, then whatever. But you know, I mean, and we'll touch on this. <laughs> And Ron, we cr- uh, trust? Damn right. Um, he kept Kyle, so I'm all in. Is that a bigger trust than the Ravens have?
1: Or? I think they just have the very, very small, mediocre trust. Okay, just making sure. Um, Same trust as the Redskins on the sidelines.
2: And, yeah, we're going to touch on the Redskins front office promotions later, too, but yeah. they just promoted all the guys that, well, it was a, everyone's saying it was a Dan draft, but guys who scouted Dwayne Haskins and and. Presumably, mm-hmm. like Dwayne Haskins,
1: yeah. But everybody else, everybody else in the draft, the last three years they've been they've been good drafts, and now just give them the full, give them the keys, him and Ron. Let's get it.
3: Yeah. So mo- moving moving forward, now, that was the big news. I believe it was yesterday. Kyle Smith was announced, um, and then Gribble today. Yeah, Gribble, Gribble, Gribble today, today, a guy I've never heard of. Uh, Apparently,
1: he's highly highly touted. Also, yeah, and you know,
3: I, I this is. I know it doesn't really equal the record, but for the draft that Kyle Smith just had, he was responsible for it. He deserves a promotion. He right. did a good job. Yeah. You seem to have a good eye for this. You worked hard. Yeah. This is what happens when you work with – you're good at what you do. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you, you don't know get I'd
1: fired because you threatened Bruce Allen.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's uh, – this made sense. It, it really did. And uh, he wasn't even given the general manager role. Uh, I swear the Redskins just make up job titles it's, it's better than anybody, yeah uh, but this was something that was really given a golf clap, I feel like very much so mm-hmm. league wide and yeah uh you know uh, he's already in the building, and I understand that a clean slate needs to be made to the highest degree, but I mean there's not everyone was a cesspool of sadness in there
1: no there, i mean and because of him, because of Kyle Smith you can land somebody like Ron Rivera because they saw the young talent that we have mm-hmm. thanks to Kyle Smith. Sure. All right, and then... Sorry,
2: I was getting really attracted by this game.
3: That's okay. <laughs> <Me> too, <sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> that That's okay, yeah. Uh, and maybe their hiring isn't even done yet. So if there is going to be a general manager hired later on, whether that's the guy that has had a lot of history with Ron Rivera and Carolina. Guys, are you okay with this basically just becoming the Carolina Redskins or Washington yeah. Panthers? Washington Panthers. I mean, because the Ron definitely had some really good seasons. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, he went to a Super Bowl for Christ's sake. Fifteen and one. Too. He's had more success on a fingernail than what the Redskins have had in twenty years. Yeah. That said, they're I you know they're not like a premier organization. Yeah. They're good. I mean, is that. Is it kind of just, I wouldn't say it's a parallel move, but it's just not like a home
2: run, if you will? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's kind of also to be expected, though. It's just Mm -hmm. how it works and in any business, too. You're going to hire the people that you know and work with. Sure, comfortable with. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say from just a pure, like, not results-based, but, like, process-based, the Panthers have been a better organization than the Redskins have been. Oh, easily. So if we're gonna follow that blueprint and how we operate, one hundred percent take that. Have no problem with that. Yeah,
3: but I think th- I think they've had uh, something called an eleven game win season or more. Mm-hmm.
1: Something we've never seen. A couple of those. The fuck is that? Fifteen no idea. win season. The fuck is the internet? <laughs> um,
2: but also didn't isn't there like didn't Ron Rivera never win have back to back winning seasons in his tenure? No,
3: he will like fit it right. W- he will fit it right away
2: then. But if you know if one of those winning seasons is a fifteen and one, a fourteen and two, <laughs> like he, oh, mean. I want that. Yeah, he was also Cam Newton's MVP <laughs> year.
3: He was also it was difficult because both he had the New Orleans Saints, one of the better teams over the past you know fifteen plus years, and the same with the Falcons with you know Drew Brees and Matt Ryan. I mean, these have all three of them have represented a Super Bowl over the within the past you know ten years. Mm-hmm. I think. So I mean, he's had a lot of competition, not. And the NFC East is is not that same level of, of of talent that I of those teams that I just mentioned. Maddie, what do we do? <laughs> her balls
1: down there. Yeah, I, I she see. dropped it to Bobby. And Bobby's gotta get it before she Ma- Maddie, did you down. get did you get your toy? She got her toy. The most important of all. Okay. Um
3: especially the <laughs> biggest the biggest hire made was uh North Turner's son, Scott. Scotty is our new offensive coordinator. He's Scotty's on fire. He's been the Panthers' uh, quarterback coach over the past couple of years and took over play-calling duties after Ron Rivera was fired and uh, had some – I mean, look what he did with Christian McCaffrey. He opened it up. He, he really did. And McCaffrey had one of the best offensive seasons uh, in NFL history. He won four straight games with Kyle Allen, <laughs> a guy that should not be starting uh, football no. games. And so uh, he's effective with tight ends and Greg Olson, which is something that you know is a major, major weakness going into uh, this co- next season. Yeah, I mean it seems like you know, I'm sad to see Kyle uh, uh KOC. KOC Kevin O'Connell leave. You know, I, I I wanted to keep someone like him in the in the in the room, so to speak, but I, I don't blame him for leaving. No. Nope. And uh he's going to work with his buddy Sean McVay in Los Angeles, so um they're just gonna form a not very handsome duo. <laughs> yes.
2: Not Philadelphia's key.
3: Yeah, so I I read a little bit about Scott Turner and uh, Mark Bullock on the Athletic. He breaks down everything play by play. It's really really I- insightful, educational uh, what have you. So I I like the hire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find it to be ironic that he's coming to coach here after his father was uh you know, humiliatingly fired. Yeah. So, uh
2: yeah. What do you guys think? He was the uh, probably leading internal candidate to take over Ron Rivera. For Armbrister really? to be the head coach, I think for the Panthers. I think once he was fired and he was given play, they basically said, to, "You know, this is audition to be the candidate to be the next head coach," mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of why Norv rec- relieved those duties to him mm-hmm. um, for those last handful of games. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree with the KOC. Like I, we all wanted him to stay. You know, if we had to pick between Kevin O'Connell staying and Kyle um Kyle Smith. Kyle Smith. I to say Kyle. I take Kyle oh, it's Smith, Smith. Yeah. yeah, because I went to. Yeah, I think his, his is already quarterback. Coach, we could find offensive other coordinator can be replaced. We yeah. could
3: find other young, handsome white men elsewhere. To yeah.
2: Right to have a guy that can Which evaluate Kyle Smith talent means too. And, and and that's what this organization needs is an influx of young talent mm-hmm. through the draft. That's way more important, I think, at this stage for the Redskins than whoever the offensive coordinator is. Sure. Um, I mean that's obviously very important too because he'll be in charge of developing Dwayne Haskins. Um, yeah, uh, he is can he? The question is, will he format his offense to fit Dwayne Haskins, or is he going to make Dwayne Haskins have to fit his offense? Well, I
3: think Cam and Dwayne are comparable. Mm-hmm. Cam being a lot better,
1: obviously, but a lot more but, athletic too. Yeah,
3: but you know, as, as far as size and arm strength mm-hmm. and sheer power yeah dwayne's a big guy you're a big boy you know so i i think he can design some things for him mm-hmm. i absolutely will uh especially i don't want to do slants and s- screens with haskins i mean this guy can make throws that a lot of people can't
2: yeah he can sling it you mm-hmm. know sling it and and like you said about alan you got some Carolina, on team, yeah. like you know yeah. and we mentioned this before you know, the Panthers didn't have weapons outside of Christian McCaffrey and D.J. DJ Moore, Moore. And they still made Allen look, you know, pretty decent Service at times. Yeah. yeah. And so with already the young wide receiving core that they have here, AP, uh, hopefully a healthy Geis, possibly um, um Bryce, uh, Bryce, Bryce, Love, Love. Bryce Love from Stanford mm-hmm. back. You get more young talent through the draft. Nice. Maybe, maybe cool. you can get a really good young wide receiver, again, like a stud go-to guy, the mm-hmm. compliment Terry McLaurin. Sure. Please. Uh, you can – that will f- – can, he can make a good offense with that. He can. He can. Um, and hopefully something too different than what uh, Dwayne Haskins was doing this past season and learning. I mean, not that it's a huge step back because, you know, it's only been one season. It's not like he's had two or three seasons learning this offense and now has to change. He's only known one professional offense.
3: So I, I have a personnel question because I thought what was the biggest concern for me going into Dwayne Haskins' rookie season was no Trent Williams. Yeah. So right now, on paper, we have essentially two linemen returning, starting linemen Chase Roulier, our center, and Morgan Moses, probably the fifth and fourth uh, on yeah. that list of, yeah, of pure talent. Yeah. So we have Trent Williams. We don't know what's going to go on, like go on with that. Even though it sounds s- somewhat optimistic.
1: More so than it did all last year, a lot more
3: than I anticipated, mm-hmm. Yep. uh you know we have Eric flowers, <laughs> so maybe Bruce was right yeah the the biggest uh yeah. the bi- the biggest um you know free agent surprise and Eric flowers started all sixteen games effectively at left guard killed it, and then Brandon Sheriff is a pending free agent, Wes Martin filled in admirably, I thought mm-hmm. uh, overall he was drafted in the fifth round last year we're not going to be able to keep all three uh. Trent Williams, Sheriff, and Eric Flowers, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so what would you do? Would you, say, for example, resign Trent, re-sign Eric Flowers for what will most likely be half the cost of what it would pay to, to pay Sheriff and start Wes Martin at right guard? That's one scenario. Or you can re-sign both guards and figure out what to do at left tackle later. My ideal, my likely scenario would be Let's get Trent back in the building for a couple more seasons. Let's re-sign Eric Flowers for half the cost, and give West Martin the keys to the starting right guard job. We also drafted Ross Piercebacher out of Alabama last year, so there is some, you know, uh, rookie talent uh, upcoming in that regard. What do you guys think?
2: What's the deal with how this season counts towards Trent? Like, is like. Didn't the whole thing where he had to report back to week ten, but then they placed him on some list, and that means that this season doesn't count towards? So, it basically, I'm asking: Is Trent technically still under contract for next year? Yeah. Yes. And or the year after? Like, did this I, year count?
3: I I, I don't know. Isn't that what the kind
2: of yeah, the Bruce sneaky was trying to Bruce? Do this, because like if was trying to do? if
3: this year counts, so there's this is a contract year for him. If it doesn't, he's
2: under contract for two more years, so it's not really bringing him back. I mean, yeah. it's bringing him back in the building because he didn't. Wasn't at all around this past season, but it's it's his contract situation doesn't change. Okay, Right. Mm -hmm. So that kind of plays in a factor. Mm -hmm. Um, So there won't be any like negotiating or re-signing in in terms of financially with Trent.
1: Red Panda. Um, I I mean, Jeff is a pro bowl. He is. is. He's actually the one that I'm going to let go. Right. Yeah.
2: Because of what he's going to command. Yeah. Yep.
1: And I think Wes Martin actually did a really good job. He did, and I love Flowers on the other side, and he's going to be a lot cheaper than Sheriff. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: <coughs> so you're kind but of piecing it together. And
1: I mean, is, that would be the. I mean, is
3: there a scenario in which all three come back? Uh, yeah.
1: Of course. Yeah. There's always a scenario. No, it's just yeah, really I would think so. Do it well. Now we don't have Schaefer to work the money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Matty. and.
2: Yeah, I mean, it would it would be up to what—I uh, I feel like it's kind of balls in kind of sheriff's court. Like, what does he want to do? Does yeah. he want, like, a max deal?
1: And he said he wants to stay with the Redskins. He does. Or does yeah. he
2: want to, like, so, be paired fairly but in a quote-unquote team-friendly kind of way so he's not handicapping the team, you know?
3: At the same time, also, I mean, Eric Flowers might want a lot of money, too. I mean, of course he's going to want a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does such a small sample size to prove that he can play left guard uh, consistently. So it might be a situation where he goes to test the market and realizes he's not going to be able to get the same level of contract that Sheriff is potentially going to get. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I
2: mean, I, I'm fine. What if I'm someone offers him to play tackle again? <laughs>
0: no, Which you shouldn't, that. yeah. I, but
2: I'm I saying, like, that. I mean, he could ma- earn more money that way. And he would, yeah. it's like, you know, what's the comp? You know, you'll be a starting guard, but you'll make less money here, or you can be back at your original position and, uh, I mean, uh, making quote unquote tackle left, money. Left
3: tackle obviously gets paid. i not more saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying, but what if?
2: Offensive linemen are paid handsomely in the NFL.
3: Yeah regardless of the position. I mean, maybe with the exception of center, strangely enough, but <laughs> uh, they he's they'll be fine. I mean, Brandon mm-hmm. Sheriff's going to get 40 plus million
1: dollars. Yeah. 40-50. And he didn't have a great year.
3: He didn't. I mean, he's also been hurt for hurt, now two straight yeah. years, yeah.
1: so you know, his value has diminished maybe too. That's why he will take a team friendly deal. Yeah. That'd be nice. And That'd then really nice. What,
3: what's troublesome is let's say if we don't have Trent Williams back, we have no answer. Like, if we lose one of these guards, then, okay, well, we got Wes Martin. We can plug in. No problem. With with the second overall pick, we're going to take Chase Young, predictably. Mm. Nor is there a left tackle worthy at that pick, as I understand. (laughs) So, Jerron Christensen
1: ain't it. No, he's not. (laughs) So, I
3: mean, that's something that would need to be addressed via free agency. And typically, premier left tackles don't hit the open market. So, you know, without... They are putting. They essentially need to put all their eggs in Trent Williams' basket again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bruce isn't here, so maybe they can work something out finally. Training steps. not here. For the love of God.
0: Please. Yeah,
2: yeah and... Yeah, because, I mean, it, yeah, like I just said, it kind of falls into Sheriff's hands, but it also, yeah, if Trent decides he, he still doesn't want to come play, then, mm-hmm. then I think that makes Flowers and Sheriff way more of a priority to bring back. Yeah. Because then you'll be out two or three guys on the line. So Ian and I both agree,
3: get Trent back, resign flowers, let Sheriff walk. What do you, what say you Bob?
2: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm also though in the camp of the, let's get Trent back. uh, I'll believe when I see it. Like I think that's so much easier said than done. Like it's great. We got rid of Bruce. We got rid of the training staff. Robert Henson b- believes that he said last week that he believes that Trent would wants to come back and and kind of has a lot left to prove and will be willing to come back now. That's all great. No reports of him actually having contact with the team, not being anywhere near the building. Let's see that happen first before we're you know. Would you guys just dismissing Sheriff and Flowers? Would, or, would you rather have two just,
3: years of Trent Williams or draft compensation? Because we'll still be able to trade trade him. And probably get a, a good value in return, not to the level that, like, Larry M. Tunsil got because that
1: was ridiculous. Yeah. But Absurd. I mean, especially
3: without a second-round pick right
1: now. I, I, I would still, I would take the two years of Trent because we have a young quarterback. Yes. And he need to build his confidence yes. by, by not getting pummeled all the time.
3: Also true.
2: I think I would take the two years of Trent. Because, like you said, to me, it's... it's that's vital to uh, Dwayne. Mm-hmm. You can't just replace a Trent Williams no. or, you know, you, you, like you also said, it's probably going to be coming via free, free agency, and those don't come cheap if they come at all. Yeah. So I would probably take the two years of Trent and then hopefully figure out okay. the future of the position within those two years.
3: So the last question I have for you guys, and this is kind of just well, materialistic the Atlanta Falcons announced today. That they new yeah. they're getting new jerseys. Cool. They they need an upgrade. That's a bit.
2: I didn't realize they've had that style since oh three. Really? That's what the been been a while. that's what the release said. I think so.
3: Th- the Redskins have made it a point for a clean slate this year, right? And we've had the same uniforms for thirty-five plus years, um, early eighties. So yeah, it's been a while—almost <coughs> forty years now. So. I, I would love a, a uniform tweak. One thing that I've always wanted, just because of the whole name debate, that's exhausting. Is get rid of the actual face, the actual Redskin, mm-hmm. and replace it with like the spear that we've had before, or the you know love the, 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 the
2: R, the R, um, R script. Yeah. all in on all of that.
3: R. You know, I would just like to see a a, a, a new look, a new slate. Yeah, something not you know Jacksonville Jaguars or Tampa Bay Bucks no. level tacky, but. Um, no, no, no! I, don't. I, I hate both and of those. Bortles. I hate both of those. But I just something clean. And hate the dolphins. It Looks like a whale. Just yeah, uh, the
2: the Jets is awful. Jets is awful too.
3: But um, anyways, yeah, I I would like. I think a uniform yeah. change would actually be a great idea. Right?
2: Yeah, that is a good idea.
1: Yeah, I like that.
2: And I, I mean, getting rid of the face logo too does help with. I think so. It's like kind of what the uh, the Indians did. The, yeah, the Indians. Uh, yeah, that's smart. I, I don't. I, I think. <clears throat> uh the redskins logo is way less offensive than yeah uh, chief was his <laughs> name chief wahoo
1: yeah is that it yeah i yeah, mean that, that was, was a cart
2: <laughs> that was i mean this is at least depicted actual human being that that was a cartoon native american that was pretty uh yeah kind of ripped people the wrong way rightfully so but yeah no i think uniform <coughs> change would be gr- i i i always i always really loved i do like the spear but i always loved the uh the gold helmets with the R,
3: the Jason Campbell game, yeah.
2: I, love, I get, also love. love just seeing Sean Taylor in that uniform. Too. That was
3: that was badass. They looked so good. So you like those ones more than the ones we wore like the year before or I mean, years before with the burgundy jerseys with the spear and the. I
2: I, I just like that really clean. Look. I really like that R look, mm-hmm. and I think it was cleaner. But I still like the spear.
3: Nothing wrong with going back with 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 throwbacks. I mean, the no, Jets. No. I love the Jets uniforms, the ones that they had before this year.
2: Yeah. And who else does really good throwbacks? I actually really like when the Falcons do their throwbacks. Yeah. It's just like <coughs> a clean black and little red. It looks tough. Yeah, I, I
3: just think it would be a good idea. Yeah, I, yeah. I, the, I the Redskins you. doing that would be cool, but why would they do that? Of yeah, course. yeah. Uh, around the league, I guess the biggest announcement today in the NFL is uh, Luke Kickley retired. Ugh, 28 years old. Really the, so the prime of his career. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if he gave a specific reason. I didn't watch the video, but that that definitely
2: came as a surprise.
1: Good for him, though. Definitely yeah. surprised.
2: Good for him. Go out on your own terms. Yep. I, he's been battling concussions basically his whole career. Um, yeah, I I think he's I saw the stat line that he leads the league in tackles since he's entered the league. Which he's is an his, animal. He was an animal. I mean, he's one of the best linebackers that I've ever seen play. Mm-hmm. Yes. And like I I, I like I want. Like Cole Hokum to look up to him and That'd like cool. play, well, play like him. Yeah. Everything Fifty
3: percent of Luke Kuechly would be would would oh, suffice.
2: Yeah. Defensive Player of the Year in thirteen, um, yeah, he's and also everyone has just. I mean, anytime this happens, former players, coaches, whatever, obviously, outpouring of support on social media, but. Just so many people saying, like, Tory Smith said he was one of his favorite teammates. Mm-hmm. And Tory Smith played the Panthers one year, maybe two, and mm-hmm. was a wide receiver. Like, when would he have ever interacted with Luke Keekly that much? And Keekly made that much of an impact on him. That's impressive. I mean, apparently, he's just an awesome dude as well. So, yeah, good for him for taking his life, you know, in his own hands. Sure. And, and doing what he thought was best.
1: Like but very shocking, yeah. 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 Just like an Andrew Luck. Came out of nowhere, but yeah. you know what? The right thing for you and your family. You got to do it.
3: I could see Andrew Luck coming back at some point. That wouldn't surprise me.
1: Yeah, He's, he just. Uh, like I think more so than his whole
2: career, Luke. Yeah, because I mean, Luke Keighley's position takes way more of a beating than Very Andrew much so. Luck. Correct. Even though with the way Andrew Luck plays. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to the Diamond. Eight years, seven Pro Bowls, wow. and a Defensive Player of the Year for Luke
3: Sheesh. Keighley. That's impressive. Um Got to talk about the Houston Astros. Their punishment was doled out yesterday. Ugh. So a few highlights, Bobby. I know you can probably elaborate on this more than I can. You want me? To um, put the hammer down. Their draft picks, <laughs> first and second round draft picks, have been taken away for this year and the next year. Is that right? Yes. Yep. Um, A.J. Hinch and their general manager has Jeff Lunau. Lunau have been suspended by baseball for one year. Yes. Uh, they were given the maximum fine of five million dollars.
1: Which is basically nothing. How thing. is that the maximum? That's right. The um,
3: and then following that, uh, AJ Hench and Luna were both fired mm-hmm. by the owner. Uh, Alex Cora, who was a bench coach, also has since been fired. Yep. Um, this is, uh, you know, this stay, is kind of the punishment. I was, yeah, uh, this away. was kind of the punishment I was expecting. Guys,
1: is this enough or? I think it's light. I think so too. But I also didn't realize that five million dollars is the <laughs> the limit.
2: So the thing with that, yeah, the uh, limit does not exist. That's definitely woo. Definitely, that's definitely the weakest part of these punishments. Because I do think the one year. F- I mean, f- I mean, five million. That fine is just all the money that they now don't have to pay AJ Hinch and Jeff Luna. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so that's basically a wash, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, some like. Uh, like sports business journal people come out and saying like you know the 2017 World Series championship like netted the Astros like something like eighty million dollars, mm-hmm. and you know so five million dollars off that is is nothing. Yeah. Um, I I think it's calcul- calculated like like one war, like a win above replacement is worth like eight million dollars for like a player. So like that's literally nothing. It's not sure. even no victory. That you're taking away. Yeah. Which, 000. which, but it's the I, max, I, so I'm, su-
3: so they have a cap on fines, but no salary cap.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't know why it's five yeah. million. I don't know how they came across that number, but that's pretty insignificant compared mm-hmm. to, you know, the one year suspension. You know, I was saying before, cause so uh, the, uh, Commissioner Rob Manford's, like, investigation fund release came out and, you know, the announcing of the suspension and everything. And then, um, Jim Crane, who I'll touch on in a second, didn't announce that they were firing until like an hour later mm-hmm. at a press conference. But I was saying, you know, if I'm A.J. Hinch and, all right, I get suspended for a year. I've been a major league manager for a handful of seasons now, won a World Series. I'm probably financially fine to take a year off of work. Sure. I can't touch baseball for a year. That's fine. Now That's probably worth it for a World Series. hmm You know, I, and, and here's the other thing, too, is like, I don't think the commissioner has power to fire them. Like mm-hmm. he can place them on the ineligible list mm-hmm. or just suspend them, but he can't like can they ban them? I mean they well, yeah, that's players. like I'm saying like yeah, that's like putting them on the ineligible list, yeah. banning them basically. But uh you can't really fire them. That comes down to the owner for the individual organization. And then so, you know, you know, obviously Manfred sets the precedent for what the league can do. <laughs> And, and and stuff like this, and then Jim Crane just set his own president by firing both of them, and he had to. And as soon as yes. he did, that basically mean Alec cord was just a ticking time bomb. I mean, he, he, I mean,
3: what do you guys think about Lou now? Just because Lou I was just Corder, throwing everyone under the bus.
2: Oh well, he, I, I I've heard that he's kind of a scumbag. Mm-hmm. He's respected and for his work he's done, but I, I, everyone's saying that like between the two, uh, AJ Hinch is way more likely to be back in baseball in a couple of years than Lou now because. Sure. People like actually like and respect him. This incident aside, Lou now apparently has rubbed some people the wrong ways. And mm-hmm. very, look at the, how he handled yeah the that assistant whole, general manager yeah, uh, Brandon Tobum Taub- Tobman I mean, apparently he's just not that great. Of, you know, so. Um, but yeah, so by firing both of them, I mean that set an own precedent for owners, mm-hmm. you know, and, and stuff like this, you know, where. Teams at an individual level cannot tolerate this either. Mm-hmm. And Alex Cora was not, is mentioned in this as the bench coach. I and mean, he was mentioned as the investigation found that he was the one that basically put this in place and overs- oversaw the whole thing. One of the most revered and guys then, in baseball. I remember when he was on the Nats years ago, everyone was like, this guy is yeah. a future
3: manager. He's just a heck of a guy to be around. Everyone loves him. And I, I guess it's just like if you were to tell me that there was a scandal of this magnitude, my first reaction would be, fucking Yankees. Look, of <laughs> yeah. course they do something like that. Or, you know, the Red Sox, you know, a, a premier, you know, national fan base type team. Not the Astros. The Astros being, like, the most a- admired franchise because they they blew it up, they rebuilt their system, and then they have been the best team in baseball collectively over the past three years. It's incredible. I mean, how could you not root for a guy like Jose Altuve? All five, yeah. eight of them. Yeah. And can out hit guys three times his size. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's just... It sucks. It, 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 suck. it, it really, really sucks. And, you know, I, I think Jose Altuve's MVP should be stripped. Ryan Braun's was stripped with um, testing positive for PEDs. How is this any different? I, I agree. I mean, should the World Series title be stripped? I, yeah, I mean. I don't just, know how you do that, though. I, I don't know how you do that either. But just thank God. Bobby, can you imagine if <laughs> we lost Game 7 <laughs> and this came out?
1: No. no, no I
3: it, would be it, like, we're running back right now. Major League needs to
1: just give <laughs> give the Nats the picks How, that, that yeah. <laughs> they took away from them. Because they, they just did Major League the biggest favor of yeah, winning where's
3: is, where's um, Get Howie Kendrick's advi- um, address and send him a nice gift basket. Seriously. Yeah.
2: With uh, the $5 million. <laughs> <laughs> um no, it was, it was. I, and and on my work podcast today, we talked to Mark Zuckerman about it because that was his morning article this morning. It like we should all be so grateful that the nationals won because yeah. and baseball should be too because this it would have been so much worse, yeah had and, the nationals won two had, out of three.
3: I think baseball's had more scandals than any other sport, I mean going back over a century now with the chicago black sox and yeah and i'm I'm trying to I want to humanize cheating because i I Professional sports, unlike anything else, is such a performance-based business where mm-hmm. if you're not good at what you do, they'll find someone younger and cheaper to do it for you mm-hmm. most often. So if your personal goal is I'm going to sacrifice my integrity and you know honor of the game to be as good as possible for this, this amount of time and make as much money in this small window that is my professional career mm-hmm. where I'm going to make so much money that my great-grandkids have free college tuition. If that's their goal, I get it. I disagree with it. Mm -hmm. It's totally messed up, and I have no sympathy for you. But if that's your rationale, Alex Cora and and other players that took part in this and whomever, if your goal is just make those sacrifices, then
2: you're not the first ones to do it. Yeah. No, no. And that's kind of the, like... I think Mark this on our podcast today had a good point. Like he said, this whole thing—it just—it's everyone, especially in baseball. Like everyone, kind of cheats. He didn't. Oh yeah, there's more gamesmanship in baseball. I'm saying this. Mark didn't say this part, but I'm saying this part. Everyone kind of cheats. You know, sign stealing has been occurring since baseball began. Absolutely. But like, there's kind of like an integrity to it Mm -hmm. in that. Yeah, I'm standing right behind the pitcher. I can see the numbers being thrown down. I know what's coming. So I'm gonna tell my teammates in the dugout, using technology and cameras and computers Computer in, in a back room, yeah, it's that is what affects the integrity of the game. And I like I think Mike that, Mark's comp was like once that happens, then it's not a longer a sport, it becomes WWE. You know, it's 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 scripted and it's yeah. not you know, there's no integrity to you know I'm you know, going one on one in an athletic uh arena. Well, I also think it speaks to how difficult of a sport it is.
3: That's what I love. About, that's what I love about baseball. I think it's the hardest sport in the world. Mm-hmm. And they have the Astros have some of the best, talent, most talented players in the entire world, and yet they were cheating. Yeah, like they didn't need to. Uh, I mean, if, of course, if you look at their home and away splits, it's it's it correlates for sure. Yeah, but, uh, you know, they're still Jose Altuve stole an All Star, George Springer still an All Star, Alex Bregman who was a douchebag. He's really good though, yeah,
1: like, yeah, I think it was something but like hitting is also contagious, so mm-hmm. if you if you're getting in the rhythm at home by by cheating, yeah, guess yeah. what, and even though you're not you're not getting it away, hitting is very contagious, yeah, yeah, gets your confidence up, and then all of a sudden you're you're raking, no matter what, but it was like it was bad. Have you seen this blitz? Like yes, no, I did. Yeah. it
2: was like eleven and one at home and like three and eight on the road. Dude, I, I <laughs> honestly think this is worse than
3: steroids. Steroids that just hit the ball farther. They still didn't know what kind of pitch was coming. You still got to hit the ball. You still got to hit the ball. Like it's it's such a game of process. If you guess the wrong pitch that's coming, you're not even going to come close.
2: Yeah. yeah. If you know, it's such an advantage. If you know, it, it is.
3: It is so significant. I, I really, I, uh,
1: I agree. I think it's, right? I like I think it's more, worse than Sarah's. I think it's ten thousand times worse than what Pete Rose did. Yeah, Pete Rose bet on himself. I mean, that's that, that was that's my thing. He he wasn't laying games or anything. He was betting on himself to win. If anything, he was going to play harder. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then this is just a spit in the face to all of
0: Major League. It's baseball like it's people.
3: one of those things where you hear like let's say you're at a bar and you're talking to some drunk idiot and they say something so asinine and you it doesn't register yet. And then mm-hmm. like a minute later you're like
0: oh. What did you say? <laughs>
3: and then like the next minute you're like you're getting angrier. Then the next minute, like, wait, that's even more messed up. And I, I feel like this is kind of how it's it's kind of come full circle. Yeah. And especially maybe like personally I was just on the high of a World Series title. But um yeah, cheaters don't win, I guess, in this this regard. Yeah. The
2: bad guys lost. Yeah, they did. And and they're they lost on the field too. Their credibility
3: their credibility is ruined. Alex core is never gonna be able to manage again.
2: Alex Cora definitely won't, um, because he, again, like uh, he he's is already, already implement. He's already guilty in this, yeah. and his he's still being investigated for the Red Sox Pro- cheating. Professional teams don't like distractions.
3: If AJ Hench or Alex Cora were still their managers, it's going to be discussed every single day, and they're together every yep. single day for six months. Yep, uh, you know it, it's. Uh, uh, well, that's the other and thing. To, t- I, again, I I don't sympathize, but you know, even for the players, I mean, they're. Anytime they hit a home run in Houston, how's the internet going to react? Yeah. And
2: I know, oh, who gives a shit what what Twitter saying? Oh, a lot of people give a shit. Correct. Well, that's kind of how this whole thing came about. It was, you know, the first, the athletic Credit to John Boy for the breakdown. That was very helpful. The athletic report in October during the postseason, this past season, and then social media people going back and watching Astros games and – it was a pointing YouTuber, out John the Boy Media John Boy, that, that being, like, like, blew it up. Oh yeah, we they are cheating. So it's you know, I, I, a lot of people care on the internet, mm-hmm. and and especially in this like technology is great. You can use it to cheat, I guess, but it's going to also complicate you in the ass because it could get, use you to get caught. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. So it's it's tough. and with with AJ Hinch, you know. I, I thought it was interesting that What a hypocrite. Remember he was talking oh my God. the yeah, that video. But it, yeah, and that's kind of the live thing. with him forever like, as it should. He and like I said earlier, he is well uh, this this incident aside, he's well respected in baseball. For the way he handles himself as a manager, for the way he knows the game, his media relations, all that stuff. He's like the ideal manager. But in in, in the commissioner's report when he was when uh, AJ Hinch was talking about like how he he knew what was going on and he didn't say anything and but then he also said but i he broke a monitor that they were using to 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 cheat um and he thought that that was you know sign enough for the players that he uh, to show his disapproval of what was happening it's like no you're you're the manager you're the leader of this <laughs> team you should be able to speak up and say hey you don't have you shouldn't have to break a tv and be like that's good enough I've already. It felt like he was covering his own. He knew it was cheating. He didn't want to stop it, but he was going to cover his own ass by breaking a monitor. Mm-hmm. And th- oh, this was my signal that I didn't approve of it. So I'm c- totally clean on this because I didn't approve and I broke a monitor, but they chose to keep doing it anyway. No, you're the me- you're in charge. You're the leader of this team. You are a leader Ooh. of men, and you can't stand up and say this is wrong. Stop doing this. That that's what's going to tarnish. I, 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 not that he he. Cause I don't think he did anything. Specifically, but it was that he let it happen, knowing that it was happening.
3: Guys, I and didn't say anything. And, didn't and, s- and look how many people have gotten jobs because of the work they did in Houston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, I, I remember to compare this to what happened with the bounty gate sc- scandal in the NFL with the New Orleans Saints. To me, my inner first reaction was like, you mean to tell me that the thirty-one other teams and their players aren't having some kind of bounty system? Yeah. The first one to knock out Chad Otocenco gets. It's to on me, like yeah. of I mean, course that's, was, that's wrong, but that also is not wrong. cheating. It's, it, correct, but it, it was to me it wasn't an isolated incident,
2: right? I am right, just right. really, really
3: hoping for baseball's sake that it was just Houston doing this. I, I, I find that hard to believe. Uh, no,
2: no, and that's my other. Th- I, I, I think that this is going to open a floodgates of finger pointing. I think a lot of. Th- it's so already kind of happened on Twitter yeah. t- yesterday I and mean, today.
3: The Red Sox got caught with Apple watches with Alex Cora when they won yeah. the World Series last
2: year, and I, I think <clears throat> we saw. Um, oh God, Trevor Bauer mm-hmm. already on social media, kind of. Oh, he's he is
3: going. He's
2: going going hard in the. Paint. I think this is going to open up a floodgate, and it's going to trickle out. You know, I don't, it's not going to all happen all at once, or this month, or this year next couple, i think people are just going to start pointing fingers and be like well they did it too they yeah. did it too they well, did it
3: too i think some like you know fringe aaa pro level pitchers are like that got beat around by the astros over the past few years i bet they're like
1: oh cool. god damn it well yeah this well, team it cost was, me my job it cost yeah. me my job i saw on twitter people saying i, I would like my my batting average or my pitching average yep. against altuve blah 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 i want those all erased yeah, like, and i don't hey, blame them i would too <laughs> you're
3: yeah. you're only as good as the back of your baseball card
1: yeah, yeah that's a very good point
2: point. and I, I think that's another like I, it's so we could be here all night discussing how much this has affected the game i mean this today, yesterday and even this whole incident has been a turning point in this sports history mm-hmm. like you know I, another comp was made that like, you brought a bounty gate like Okay, yeah, Sean Payton was suspended for a year, but he's still coaching the Saints. Yeah. He still coaches a very good team. He's still widely respected throughout yeah, the league.
3: Yeah, and none of their credit, like, of course, they were thought of poorly, but it. Greg Williams is still a defensive coordinator. Yeah, yep. and he was yeah. an interim head coach at one point. Yeah.
2: And and was thought to be given the job in Cleveland after, yep. the, after that season. So, um, again, I don't, that's... It's, it's hard to equate that because that, I don't think, is actually cheating. Does it affect the integrity of the game? Yes, yeah, so you're going out trying to intentionally hurt people. Yeah, so CC see,
3: Sabathia comments said that their 2017 title should be
2: revoked. Again, I don't know how you do that. Yeah. You're going to collect all the I rings. Mean, you, you Straight you, on you paper. Can take the, you yeah.
3: could probably just do it on but paper. Everyone but everyone will know. Yeah. And that's the
2: thing. That's And that's what well, I was kind to get to. Like, like People don't talk about Sean Payton anymore. People are going to talk about this forever. Mm-hmm. Every time the... From here on out, I mean, we can get 50 years removed from this. The Astros are a completely revamped, credible organization again. But everyone's going to say, yeah, but you did cheat that one time. Even though all those people could have no more fingerprints all over that organization, everyone's going to say, yeah, but you cheated that one time. Correct. Yeah, but that 2017 uh, flag you have hanging in your stadium should have an asterisk next to it because you cheated your way to that championship. Yeah. You cheated that way to the— well. This year wasn't um, uh, mentioned in the in the report, but, you know, yeah. th- I'm sure they did it this year. You cheated your way to an AL pennant and in I 2019. I guess what,
3: what's frustrating about this is because with how do you properly, properly punish them? Because the Astros are still going to be the best team in their division next year. They're still going to be contending for a World Series. I know they lost Garrett Cole, but they signed they traded for Zach Granke for a reason, so there's, you know, that's the insurance that they need. Mm-hmm. They're still going to be a fantastic team. Yeah. And that's what's frustrating because a team that did this should, you know, the, the dividends should pay. They 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 shouldn't be
2: I know. I've heard a lot of good. I mean, I think I think Rob Manfred did did well in this in his yeah. punishment. I I I it's I mean, he's also constricted in what he actually can do, I feel like. I feel like you know, if you were to lock him in a room and get him one-on-one and nothing leaves room, he would probably admit he wants to do more. Um, but I would think, you know, I think the draft picks are substantial, mm-hmm. especially as a, a team like the Astros who use the draft so well. Look at how many play. I mean, I know they're higher draft picks, but look at how many players on their roster are first-round picks. Mm-hmm. They draft really well. Yeah. They also combine that with some expiring contracts on their roster right now. You mentioned they, lo- they lost Garrett Cole. They lost Will Harris, obviously, signed with the Nationals. They're, they could be in danger of having a not great roster. They could be in danger of having a not great roster in a couple of seasons with these lack of draft picks. And, and with, you know. And people probably want to leave who, the Astros. And they have arbitration hearings to do. Um I would have also, along with the $5 million fine, I would have taken some of their international money away because that, that's something that they use really well as well. That's what I thought. Um, uh, I heard Danny Rie today mention, you know, there's no salary cap, obviously, but make their window for the luxury tax smaller so they, it makes it harder for them to sign free agents and stuff okay. like that. Um, yeah, the thing is, I think... And uh, and also, uh, Mark mentioned today, they should have to be they should be forced to hire replacements for manager and general manager from within. Okay. Because think about it this way, that just opened two very likable and good positions, attractive jobs for sure. So that means another team is going to suffer because they're going to pick off you know the next best bench coach oh. or the next assistant GM somewhere. And, like, why should another team have to lose a good person in their building because the Astros had to fire mm-hmm. two people in their building? You know, those are mm-hmm. attractive jobs. Like Being I, I, the manager of the Astros and the GM of the Astros, you shouldn't be able to pick off someone from another organization. I wonder how they're going to be treated as um, – how they're going to play as the villain. Because they're going to be booed everywhere they everywhere go. Everywhere they now. go. All 81 games on the road, they are going to – they're going to hear it. They're going to hear it from the yes. visiting fans that go to Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this is – again, this is – we're going to be talking about this – Forever. Forever. This is never gonna go away. they if you're gonna be if you're an Astros player, even again, if you're playing fifty years and you weren't even born when this was happening, you're gonna hear about it. And this is a a dark stain on this organization um, and for the sport. from here on out. Definitely for the sport. I mean they, they, they didn't ruin the sport, but they put you know, a bad stain on the on the whole sport's yeah. history.
3: Baseball always comes back. Always does. I mean
1: Ball, hopefully.
2: Yeah, they
3: cheated, but ball don't lie.
1: Ball don't lie. Yeah.
3: All right, so moving on to another kind of ball. We're on to the hard court now as we watch our Maryland Terrapins play in Wisconsin. Uh, we're about eight and a half minutes left in the second half. Maryland is up two, 46 to 44. Uh, This is kind of what I anticipated. We we have talked. I, I hate to say this, but when we talk about Maryland basketball, it's not good. No. It, it's, it's rather consistent. And it hasn't changed. Nope, and what I'm I'm seeing right now, uh, as we've seen every just about every year, for now what nine years, eight nine, nine years, nine years, holy shit, um, is there's a lot of talent on this team, play good defense, but just when it comes to the X's and O's of how to effectively run an offense, it just it's terrible, and they go through spurts of not scoring for minutes at a time and i guess what's so frustrating is the talent is not equaling to the product that we're seeing on the court. No. And uh it's happening again and you know at 13-3 17th team ranked in the nation uh this is good. 13-3 is a good record. Being seven, ranked 17th is good too, but look how uh unenthused we sound. I'm <laughs> looking the look on Ian's face is just like i uh.
1: cuz it they're so goddamn frustrating. I mean, we were ranked as high as what? Three, four? Three? <coughs> and we said it then. It was like, we are not a top three team in this league.
2: But then you go out and destroy Marquette and one of the best individual players in the sport, and you're like, okay, they, okay, that looks
1: like a number three team yeah, in the and country. They, and they how they did
3: it,
2: too, against a 2-3 zone. Mm-hmm. And you know, they have those games, like every seven games, every eight games they have one of the games. They did it to Ohio State, too, just another... They were in the top five last week or just a couple weeks ago as well, and they ran him out of the building. And it's like, okay, that's the most frustrating. But it's like there's no consistency. Mm-hmm. There's no improvement, and there's no consistency. If you're not going to improve, at least play like that every night. Mm-hmm. Why Why is it so inconsistent? Mm-hmm. And I think I think we all know the answer. There's only one man that's deconsistent it's over past the past nine years. I mean,
3: how how many more times mm-hmm. until we're blue as – Blue and the
2: – maddie. <laughs> Back,
3: back
1: up. <laughs>
3: How many times are we going to say this until we're blue in the face? It's just, guys, he's not good at this. We, it's not just a frustrated fans that are, are ranting on Twitter or something like this. This has been years in which we're seeing a same just elementary level offense that colleges
2: should be running. Yeah. Or at least the
3: talent it should be capable of running.
2: Yeah, and and, uh, go back to put me in Coach Stream from a year ago at this time. Go back two years ago at this time. It's the same conversation we have every year. I have the same conversation with my dad and his buddy on a text chain every year. It's They don't improve. Turgeon can't coach. There's no offensive movement. They don't hustle. There's no consistency. They can't shoot. Go five minutes without scoring a field goal. They're the seventh time. Every year. Every game. Every game. (laughs) We're at the under... We're at the uh, under-8 timeout in the second half, and the number 17 team in the country has under 50 points.
1: And the number 17 was also not favored to win this game. They scored
2: 49 points in their last game. 49 points. as a, They were last week 13? No, 12. Mm-hmm. And Ohio State was 11. There's a couple
3: no. NBA prospects on this team.
2: Yeah. And there's you can't score 50 points on the road against a very mediocre Iowa team? I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, I know Iowa shut the lights at uh, the ball, but... You know, and then you think, okay, they, they kind of struggle to start the game. And that's the other thing. They can never get off to a good start, ever, in a, in a single game. Uh, Preach. Mm-hmm. But they, they play really well against Ohio State. Their best aspect that was consistent throughout that game was their defense. They played really well defensively. I don't have a problem with Turch's defense. I don't either. But then they go against, and they let up 67 points against Iowa. Mm-hmm. And they let them shoot the ball. Lights out. Sure. And, you know, this team, the way that they shoot, can't afford to do that. So... And that's the other thing, too. Defense, you know, we all play basketball growing up. We all, we're all coached by our dads. How many Around the did, world. How many Yeah, nice. How many times? Darts. How, <laughs> how many times did your dad say, you know, how, did you hear from coaches being like, defense is all about effort? Mm-hmm. Like, defense is the one thing you can control. Like, sure, you might have an off-night shooting, whatever, but you can always be good in defense through effort. That's something that they should be consistent at. They're, they're very good defensively, but then you know you have you let up on the road against a mediocre Iowa team and they run you out the gym. Yeah, I, I guess what's just and that's what's it's really.
3: I, I mean, this when I say this because to me, my level of fandom it's always been Redskins one, Maryland basketball two,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and
3: they still mean the world to me. I still am you know emotionally involved as we're watching this game yep. as we speak, but. Mark Turgeon's really taken the love of the ga- of college basketball away from me personally because his offenses
1: are just so unwatchable. At least with Gary, even when we were unranked, yeah. you, kn- you knew what you were going to get. Yeah. And you would, they would all hustle their ass off from start to finish. Mm-hmm. And improve year after improve, year, game by game. And improve, improve game. every single time. He makes two stars. What is <laughs> Chicken salad and a chicken shit. Yeah. Or the, whatever the hell it is.
3: That's right. Yeah, it, it's just. I don't understand to have. All our offense is, is just. It's a weave. Anthony Cowan dribbling, and hopefully he can hit a contested fadeaway jump shot or get to the line, and just hope one of our athletes makes makes an athletic play. It's it, a
2: three man weave, and then once the shot clock it, as, runs down, it's, it's Anthony there it Cowan. Is. There you go. <laughs> That's, That's exactly that, <laughs> what just happened. Bang off the back of the rim. Now. I've got got a lucky rebound. bounce on him oh. with the rebound, but then you get a terrible shot by Ayala from
1: way too far behind the arc, and then
3: yeah. I'm okay with that shot. He usually I will give that. He hasn't all been there. shooting well tonight.
1: No, but, but you know what it is. You just can't crack that fifty mark. It's sitting at forty nine. That's why.
3: But here we are again with the. It was exactly what we what we just saw. It, it was a shot clock all the way down. And Anthony Cowan contested
2: fadeaway jump shot. And if... That's, if, that's not... That shouldn't happen. <laughs> if the three of us who are just three boobs sitting on the couch watching right? a game know what's coming, you don't think that the head coach of the other team that are paid to study film on and, you know what's coming? Yeah, in the Big Ten. Major college basketball. Like, every... How... At least Gary's offense changed. And they would make adjustments. And they Turn would... Turn over. Could... They would switch around what they were doing based on you know the players they had available on the court. No matter who's out on the court, it's the same offense. Mm-hmm. And it gets worse when Cowan is out because it runs so much through him. Rightfully so. He's the best player on the team. But, I mean, come on. I,
3: I can't take it. Man, it
2: just... Like, I,
3: I'm biased now. Like, I, it's like, it's personal. Yeah. Because we've been having this, this topic... You, you and I have been saying it for eight from, years. The, from the get go. Maryland yeah.
2: fans have been saying this now for for years. It's the same. You know, you People go to a Maryland, you go to a, a, a Maryland game, and you go to Bentley's before, and everyone's saying the same fucking thing. Every, it's getting this fan base is getting exhausted about It's <laughs> just when you're a going preseason number seven ranked team. Okay, yeah, you're not going to go undefeated In
3: a so in a titled basketball school.
2: Yeah, you you're not going to go undefeated. You're going to drop a couple games. You play a tough schedule. But I mean, it's it's what it's the it's like the eye test of what we're seeing. It's like they they, sh- they should be better than this. And like you said, thirteen and three is good. Being seventeen is good. Mm-hmm. But with the expectations set where they are, like you said, a basketball school ranked in the top ten to start the season, NBA prospects on this roster, Final Four hopes. I mean, I I'm I don't think this team makes it out of the first weekend of the tournament. Shit, I don't even think we make it out of the first game of the Big Ten tournament. Well, like last year, we did one. We've done it once. Ugh. Maybe twice in our whole Big Ten <laughs> lives. I mean, uh, is there anything else to say? No. But no. Like no. Again, like I said, it's it's with the same conversation year in and year out. Uh,
3: like we, we have a sample size that our offenses are shit. We have a sample size that he can't be, beat ranked teams. Mm-hmm. We have a sample size that he's awful on the road. And we have a sample size that we start every game so poorly, in which we have more turnovers and baskets made <laughs> <Dude>. all <laughs> the time. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm... I and I see there's there's a few pro-Turgeon guys who, on online that I see, and I, I I'm not debating the fact that he's an excellent recruiter. I, I also he seems like a, a legit decent man. Yes, in and especially in the NCAA, that is really hard to find. <laughs> That's impressive, but I, hire an offensive coordinator. Where, where's Sean McVay? Yeah, <laughs> seriously.
2: Do they have those? I don't know. No, they do. I was, I was. They do. What's uh? What's his face? That fucking Duke guy was the Ohio State offensive coordinator for a couple of years under Thad. Oh, Mata. um, yeah, uh, Wojcik. No, no, no. The Duke point guard. He like Paulus. Craig Paulus. Paulus.
1: Yeah, I fucking, fucking hate Paulus. Him.
2: He was like the Ohio State offensive coordinator like, under uh, Thad Mata for a couple of seasons. So far, we've seen a contested
3: fadeaway jumper by Cowan and two turnovers.
2: So water's you, wet. Sitting on that forty-nine.
3: Water's wet. It just. My blood boils watching them. Like, I don't enjoy watching Maryland play anymore. Like, I enjoyed watching every Gary game, even in the games when we weren't, you know, with Juan Dixon and Steve Blake, you know, competing for national titles. Mm. I just enjoyed watching because of how hard they played and how it was such a team-first, selfless style of basketball, which is how you were taught. It was about as fundamentally sound as possible. And I understand that level of with how AAUs play today and how – College basketball see what
2: is, turns, draws up out of the is absolutely
3: <laughs> dominated by gyms. Uh, yeah, dominated by one dunce. So I, I understand that the four year starters turned NBA players is never going to happen again, but it, it's really just
2: it, it sucked me out. I, I don't think i, I agree. It would be sucked out. I mean, it's just it's just frustrating. It's frustrating that we have to have this conversation every year. It'd be nice to have an outlier. Be like, oh, but we at least we had. You know, the one outlier might be the layman, Des Wells, um, Mello, and uh, Diamond Stone year because they were four NBA prospects on that roster. And we got lucky to getting into the sweet season. And so you could get by. Because we got to play Hawaii could, in the round of 32. Yeah, you could get by by with this shitty he was, he was offense and fucking... lack of. Because on pure talent alone, this team can't do that. I mean, he was in the cylinder? Exactly. Cowan and Sticks. Cowan, I think, made the uh, the wooden watch font, like top twenty five or whatever, mm-hmm. and Sticks is you know a top player in the country. But other than that, no one. I mean, they they just don't have the talent to play that way. I mean, Morcell is a great player. I mean, he's a Gary guy, and that That's good. Like, he would fit and
1: get the ball. Yeah, he's a blue collar. Yeah, he guy.
2: hustles and he plays good defense. I mean, there are pieces here. It's just you know they can't. The, I think the recipe the way varied. that they play is 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 the style of play when you expect to win on town alone. They can't play that way. No, look, there's no back screens. There's no, there's no ball movement. It's,
3: it's high
1: ball screen every time. That's it. It's just high ball screen.
3: And weaves. Uh, I
1: <laughs> weaves and in, in isolation.
3: And the recipe's imp- simple. Just limit transition, you win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We are not qualified to have a half-court offense. No, uh, or We're not capable of having a good half-court offense. Never have been. Uh, I, I just... So, guys, what are the expectations going into you know we are what mid January now, we are a couple months away from the NCAA tournament.
1: Mm-hmm. Less than that, yeah. Uh,
3: what should we expect? I mean, what's what's one, the goal? One win.
1: Okay, one win.
2: I had somebody. What uh, should we? What should we expect? We should be expecting Sweet Sixteen, possibly Elite Eight. I think yeah. Sweet Sixteen is the ceiling. What do we actually expect? Is
1: yeah, one win.
2: They'll be a six seed. They'll squeak out a win against um eleven seed or whatever that matchup is, and then yep.
3: against like a Dayton
2: or, yeah. or
0: Davidson. They or could. Virginia.
2: I mean, it, the way this season is progressing, they haven't even played like Michigan or Michigan State yet.
0: Mm-mm.
2: So those are tough games still coming up. Then you have to play their tournament. I mean, they could. They could be like because like now they do the first four
0: mm-hmm.
2: or whatever it is. And they could be like that 6-11 matchup, and you have to go play at Dayton, like the sure. like the Tuesday before the tournament starts.
3: Hey, Please just bro. just remember that our childhood was oh, what seed are we going to be? Yes. Versus what, now, what, what
2: top five or four seed are we going to? be? Yep. You no, know, there, there was something
3: the intimidating about who, we, who could we
2: possibly <laughs> see in the elite eight,
3: the <laughs> there, sixteen. There was something intimidating about being a Maryland basketball fan, not for the opposing team. Just because of the environment that it was at Colfield House and then Comcast Center, and just the level of of grit and tenacity that Gary Williams coached teams had. There's nothing that has ever, like, like oh, look out for these guys. There, there's they've never wowed me or
2: mm-hmm. scared you. Yeah, Mm-mm.
3: no, they've never over delivered. Is that? Is that fair to say? And so uh, he has one you know, Sweet 16 appearance? You, to yeah. me, one Sweet 16 appearance. And if we have, if this continues, that's one Sweet 16 appearance in 10 seasons, basically. Is that right? Yeah.
2: He the came church.
3: in 2010, 2011. So 10, one Sweet 16 appearance in 10 seasons. Guys, I don't care how many four- and five-star recruits he's being, bringing. That's not enough for any major college basketball program.
2: No, what's good? Oh, that's that's. Please fire him. Yeah, Greg, Bring all the prospects you want or, well, but what, what good is it if you're not winning with them I, I don't know why it, That's it's the whole point like of he, bringing them in so to win if you can't win what's the point
3: he's so in good with the athletic department and a lot of alums yeah I I don't know I, I just I feel like he's going to be here forever
1: Yeah, it does feel like that right there's there's no light at the end of the tunnel no no, no glimmer
3: really
2: not Ugh, that sucks the lack of glimmer yeah. So lack of glimmer.
3: um We'll try to. We're as as we've say, stated many times. We're kind of distracted with this game. Maryland's up two with just under four minutes to play. But uh, we're going to move on to the gridiron. Bobby, how are we doing on time? Hour ten. Hour ten. We're good. Okay. Looking like the under Healy. Here is the divisional round pick'em results. There is a three-way tie. Bobby. Yo. Ian. Yo. Wee- Healy. Three. <laughs> then there are you
2: behind oh, her, one or two? I am getting there.
3: True. Then there is a three-way tie for last I, place. I at
2: least gained Porter,
3: Tom, Porter, Daniela with one. Ooh, it Ooh, means
2: I gain two on Porter. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So
3: here are the s- here are the standings as of now cumulatively. Megan C Healy one sixty seven. Sticks,
2: free throws. God damn, it. make your dude. fucking free throws. They are free. BCat 165, down by two or three games to go. Yeah, let's fucking go. <laughs> Porter
3: 164, <laughs> Tom 163, Daniela 158, Ian 156.
1: I just waited till the playoffs to start picking real.
3: Yeah, man, <laughs> you're on a you're on a little bit of a heater right now. Um, so <laughs> no, Reskins to pick. <laughs> yeah, exactly,
1: and and Kirk, that was a shtick pick. So. <laughs>
3: So the first thing that we got to talk about from the divisional round is the... I, I really think this is the biggest upset I've seen in NFL history, at least in over the past couple of decades. At least over oh. the past decade. With the Tennessee Titans beating the Baltimore Ravens handedly. Whooped them.
2: Great! Whoop. Big! Truss!
3: <laughs>
0: Itty-bitty loss. <laughs>
2: okay, so... Was the Raven? I did a little bit of dude. Go ahead. Also, hold on. On that note, sorry. Before we get into like the integrity. gritty, <laughs> the fucking Orioles still have like big trust go Ravens on their scoreboard. Really? At at Oriole Park Camden Yards. Yeah, it's like it's Tuesday. The game was Saturday. Someone <laughs> take it down. <laughs> you look like dummies. <coughs> It looks so terrible. <laughs> and like there's big trust painted all over like the, like the underpass at MT Bank and like on the highway and the parking lots. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just things you hate to see. So, a little bit, I did a little
3: research over the past 10 years, guys, in the play, NFL playoffs, mm-hmm. wildcard, divisional, championship round, Super Bowl. Only nine other games have been double digit spread since 2010 2011. Ooh. One of which is actually Tennessee also. And out of those nine other
2: games, so let's say ten total. Wait, what's the, what's the time frame we're working with? Past decade. Oh, decade. Okay, so the tens. T- 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 okay, tens, tens. Okay, yeah. 2010s. Um,
3: out of those nine other games, how many resulted in victories? For By the, the underdog? underdog mm-hmm.
2: not, not cover not, I'm not talking about covering
3: the spread. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about outright not,
2: wins. And not including this past Saturday. Not including this past Saturday. So those of, the, of those nine... Hmm.
1: I'm going to say just one. That's what I was going to say, too.
3: One for Bob. Mm-hmm. One for Iggy. Yeah. One for Ian. You guys are correct. All right. Yeah. Do you know yeah. the game? Uh,
1: Let me see.
3: Do you have the year? Yeah, it was 10 years ago. It was 2010, 2011.
1: Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's me. Giants? As
3: soon as I say it, you'll be like, oh. Because it's a famous play.
1: Oh, I got it. I got it. Seahawks. Yep. Seahawks Saints. Yep.
3: The beast,
1: the beast, the Quake. Yeah.
2: Oh, because that's the year they went seven and nine. Yeah. Seven and nine, mm-hmm. and they played the Saints. And, and so they the were have won like ten point s-
3: underdogs, and they Seattle was a home team because and they were the NFC West. Too, yeah, uh, yeah. So because that's st- I hate that rule. I, I really, I really think this is the biggest upset I've ever seen. And then I thought, okay, <coughs> let me look at the spreads over the past decade to see if that's in fact true. And considering that only one other team has won from this, and the Ravens being fourteen and two. The best team in football, pretty much through and through, with the MVP and Lamar Jackson.
2: Lo- oh, sorry, Iggy.
0: We're we're okay. Sorry, we're good. I um, <laughs> 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 mean, <the laughs> he jumps up. <laughs> <laughs> you have the NFL's MVP. <coughs>
1: uh huh. That's us. That's our ball. Yep. Yeah, NFL MVP. NFL. MVP. I mean, this is the biggest upset them. I've ever seen. They haven't lost since week four. Yeah, they won twelve straight. And they really were the best team in football. Oh. I mean, Big big All,
2: Trust took the league by storm.
1: I hated it. On
2: <laughs> At home, perfect weather conditions.
0: I, yeah.
3: I got, uh, I, do you think Baltimore – I don't think Baltimore lost that game. I thought Tennessee Ooh,
1: sorry, just 90. played so – played perfectly. They played perfectly against the Ravens. That's yeah.
2: exactly how he beat the Ravens. He rushed for 195. Yeah. <laughs> Good heavens. Didn't turn the ball over. I mean, and but also, I mean, don't just. I, I this is like the um, kind of the opposite of what I said about the championship game last night. You know, it's not where it's not a detriment to Clemson. I he was just the best. I mean, don't sugarcoat it. Like that was Lamar's worst game of the season. Mm-hmm. I mean, he turned the ball over how many times? I don't know.
1: I'm on the box score now. One fumble, one interception, two picks, sure. two picks. There's...
2: So two picks and a fumble. So three turnovers. He had to throw the ball almost 60 times because they were trailing. Wow. Only completed 31. C- a couple of questions. He also ran for 145 yards. Which I didn't realize. One, I-, I think it's, yes, Tennessee played
3: perfectly. I think the, the God, Ravens right. underestimated them to begin with.
1: They absolutely did.
3: Two, I I think being off for three weeks.
1: Absolutely. Hurt. That's
2: my huge g- like. It's it. called big rust. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with a young second-year quarterback. You, but, I mean, I I get it, it's, do you know, shame if you do, shame if you don't, mm-hmm. but, like, not playing week 17, you di- I, I know you can't risk running your stars out there, because God forbid if they get hurt, what were they doing out there to begin with? Yeah. But, you need Lamar in some kind of rhythm, and to be off at for least three let him straight play, weeks. Like, at least let him play a half. Yeah. Oh, it's not even that. A couple drives. A quarter, maybe. Something. Like Just get him out there and get within that routine of playing. And so that way, because, you know, he's going to take a full week off in between week 17 the divisional. And then, obviously, you're not playing again until your game in the divisional round. I think that the three weeks. I mean, because he looked rusty.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did.
2: Uh, he looked. And, and. You know, the Titans, they just, uh, you know, <laughs> it's funny because nine and seven Robert, Titans
3: that didn't get in until week 17.
2: Robert Men, and they've been playing playoff football for the past six plus weeks. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've, they've been having. They, they, Ben go go Marcus
3: Mariota put in Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. and they haven't looked back since. Mm-hmm. And he's not even doing much. Yeah. They're just, Derek Henry and excellent defense, and, you know, credit, a lot of credit as and he's, as he's receiving is from Mike Rabel. He's just, all the way. I mean, look who he's taken down.
1: Yeah. I mean, he, they beat the Chiefs too. Shit, you're right. They beat they beat the Chiefs. <laughs> they beat the Chiefs. They beat Tom Brady. They beat the Baltimore Ravens. Like it was. They beat all the juggernauts. Yep. Now let's just see if they could do it again.
3: Yep. Hey, hey, Bobby. With a minute left,
2: can we pause real quick? Pause the podcast.
3: Yeah,
1: let's pause the podcast.
3: Be-dee-dee.
2: We're watch the end of the game, and we'll be right back. We might be happy. Right And we're not. They lost. Okay, so <laughs> that was a cool little break that we just took. Um, Tom, what angry. a fucking debacle that was.
3: We had a, a two-point lead. Wait. One-point lead. One-point lead. One-point lead. With nine seconds left and mm-hmm. the ball. And yes. the ball. And we, and Could, we lost.
0: 13 seconds. Couldn't thir- get the ball inbounds.
2: <coughs> Deflected pass then hits Daryl Warsaw, who's standing out of bounds, trying to make the inbounds pass. Correct. And then classic casual just... White jumper from Wisconsin just drains a three in the corner. Yeah, And then um, Cowan tries to replicate Mello's three in Wisconsin from all those years ago and oh, yeah. clanks it off the side of the rim. And then the desperation shot falls short. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool no doubt, no doubt. I'm, I'm, I'm surpri- surprised. Remove surprised that team from the top 25 immediately. I'm, I'm surprised how. Ca- but one, I don't even think we're
3: good we're not a guarantee to make the, the tournament to begin with if we're playing at this rate. We're not. Uh, two, I'm surprised how not outwardly angry you two are
1: right now. I am very angry. <laughs> but it's also, ju- it's kind of like the Redskins. Yeah. Where it's just like, okay. It was expected. The second that he knocked that ball off so, it was a guarantee that somebody was going to hit a three-pointer. Wasn't it just going to be a two? Mm-hmm. It was a guarantee it was going to drain. Yeah, as soon as
3: he caught, it, I was like, well, well there it there is. There it is. Yep.
1: And nothing but net. Um, Especially the guy who made the play, too. So it's like, just guard him. I mean, this
3: was what we just talked about five minutes ago. Yeah. Was poor coaching. <coughs> Again.
1: Again. And that's the play you Remedial
3: draw. things such as an
2: inbounds pass is an inbounds pass with timeouts. They had a timeout. That's the other thing. They had it all. Nothing's there. Call a timeout. You go back and re- uh, watch the replay. Of the camera shot from behind Morcel, he's trying to squeeze the ball in between two Wisconsin players yeah. that are standing three feet in front of him.
1: Morcel, you're better than that.
2: I, I, I yeah, I, I'm kind of you with know, Ian. I'm just kind of like, numb to it. I, the way that game is going back and forth was like, like you know, it's like there's o- <laughs> there's only so much. There's only I can only get so happy with a win in that scenario. You know, it's like uh, yes. okay, they won, but like. So what? Like they should have crushed, and they barely squeaked it out. Losing is just the pits, mm-hmm. and like just numb to it. It's like, all right, well, yeah, that's about right at this time. I just had it up, fuck too.
3: Oh, that was fun. All right, back to the NFL. Um, the Titans upset the Ravens. Small trust. Sorry, Umo. Seriously, sorry. But um, it was his this birthday is, too. They got yeah, that sucks. They got three more years of Lamar Jackson. They got a young team. Uh, I I would expect them to be heavy. I mean, if not the favorites, to be certainly back in the conversation, uh, come next year. But I mean, you you got to be just so dejected right now if you're a Ravens fan. And I would say, if there's anyone, any team, that should be happy with the Ravens' the loss, Patriots. That that's one, two. If I'm Snyder, I am so happy. Other than the fact that him and bashati don't. I'm sorry, Bashati hates him. Yeah. Um. And as you should, everyone, yeah, correct. Uh, But the Redskins are losing fans by the minute. Yep. And I saw a lot more Ravens gear in this town than I've ever seen in my life. Big facts. And you can probably attest to that more than I can. Small trust. Small trust, big facts. And, uh, you know, if the Ravens went on a Super Bowl run, you're seeing a lot of people in those tweener areas and and fan bases that you're like, you know what,
1: I'm going to root for the team that's actually pretty good. I think In they fact, are really good with they an MVP, are anyways. Especially with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If it was just too. like another regular quarterback, mm-hmm. that'd be one thing. But it's just like a general generational talent, like yeah. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, likable guy. Likable mm-hmm. guy. Great leader. Son of a bitch. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I'm Snyder, I'm like, thank God.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: Because he would have lost even <coughs> more fans.
2: Yeah. That's
3: still going to lose a, a lot to
1: him, but.
2: Sure, we play them next year. No. Oh. Yeah,
1: That'll be fun at FedEx.
2: Hey, we won the past two, which have been sorry, M&T Bank South.
1: <laughs> uh. We're South North every single, <laughs> every place. Ev- yeah, every other Dallas North, Dallas yeah, North east.
3: Moving on in the divisional round, uh, the Chargers could have a home game. Here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Kansas City Chiefs went on like a, what a forty-eight point run after Houston goes up twenty-four to nothing. That was in was the second quarter. That was incredible.
2: That oh. first half was it crazy. Yeah, I have never seen anything like that. Like I, at at no point was I panicking for Kansas City mm. when it
3: got to twenty four. I was like, okay,
1: but it was, I d- no, but it wasn't like offense. It was like okay, so they had so the block, many, they had the blocked punt, they blocked had the, punt the dropped punt, so many <laughs> drops.
2: Yeah, yeah, Cream Hunt dropped a, a punt inside the ten, and they were dropping every so many catches, just dropped hitting the ground.
1: But I still, at no point, I was like, they're gonna get blown. Like well, looks like the Caps with. With a, a deficit, you're like, no, until until that clock hit zero.
2: I mean, it was just also crazy because think of what everything we just ha- said happened. That to give the Texans a 24 point lead, and then a big kickoff return for the Chiefs. Two plays later, they scored, and just I mean, that's how fast they can score. There was they scored what three
1: times in a minute, 50 seconds.
2: There was a fumble on a kickoff return by the Texans that landed right in the Chiefs player's hand, and they scored a touchdown off that. Like yeah, and Travis Kelsey scored like. Three mm-hmm. touchdowns. And, and
3: Arrowhead was just going. Did you blockers. win draft games? Ma- what? Did you win draft
1: Oh, yeah. 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 yeah.
2: 30, well, I ended up winning 31 bucks total over the weekend. Uh, but, yeah, Pat Mahomes had a Doug Williams second quarter. And, yeah, I mean, at no point I ever think Kansas City was out of it. I didn't think they would rattle off 28 straight and then end up oh. winning, uh, end up scoring 50-something. Yeah. The
1: over-under for the entire game was 50-and-a-half. <laughs>
2: Hit it by halftime.
1: Yeah. yeah, and then Kansas City Ridiculous. hit it by themselves.
3: I really think they're the team to beat now.
1: I, I, w- I would say. But but like I said earlier, they Tennessee beat them already. Sure. Although it was Mahomes' first game back. In Tennessee. Okay. In Tennessee, okay. yeah. Okay.
3: And uh, then on the NFC side, uh, Kirk Cousins lost. Kirk's fault. Man, the Niners defense. The Niners defense is, the Niners defense they is unbelievable. They flexed. look really, really good. And uh, as they are going to be set to play Green Bay, who looked re- equally really good, despite a, you know, a valiant effort at the end by the C- the Seahawks. But uh, Aaron Rodgers looked like Aaron Rodgers again.
2: I was going to say, if Aaron Rodgers is playing like... And Devontae Adams plays like that, you know, like he him again, expecting and to this year. I don't know if they'll be able to... I mean, if they can, I think it's a huge favor in swing of the Packers. But I don't know if they'll be able to run the ball mm-hmm. with uh, Aaron Jones the, like that against yeah. the Niners well, defense.
3: This is going to be the battle of the X's, guys.
2: Kyle yes, it is. versus
3: Matt LaFleur.
2: Always mm-hmm. oh, a bridesmaid. Is that, <laughs> it, is that how that saying goes? <laughs> yeah. I mean
3: <coughs> So on to on to Pick'em. God damn. I'm happy for both of those guys, honestly. Oh, I'm yeah.
1: very happy for both of them.
3: I, I'm very happy for Kyle just because when they asked him, well, what did you like about working here working <laughs> in Washington? <laughs> oh, working with my dad. Anything else? Some the no.
1: players. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Not a damn thing.
3: Cool, cool. <laughs> or cool. as Bobby says, cool, 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 cool. All right. No doubt, no doubt. No doubt All right. So no doubt, it's like a circle, thought. right?
1: It's like a circle. But I think <laughs> I'm going. I think I'm going first this week. Should probably just start with me. Does yeah, it... does not are matter still, to me. Are you still mathematically in it?
2: I don't know.
3: I am. I wanted to There's ask a mathlete. I am down four.
2: No. No, you're There's only three games left. Yeah. Two conference championships in the Super Bowl. Unless we're picking the Pro Bowl.
1: Yeah, no.
0: Yeah, so I'm out. You're, you're done, done, son.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I think the only people in it are Porter and I chasing... Me- wait, it's Porter? How, how far Porter?
3: Porter's down two to Megan.
2: Okay. He's in it. Wait. Um, so I was wait, no, Megan. I'm sorry. I'm down two to Megan.
3: I. You're down two. Porter's down three.
2: Okay, so, Porter's uh, so Porter can it. only tie. Yeah, Porter can only tie.
3: Okay. So... See,
2: this sucks because
3: yeah. I mean, I mean,
2: I would just pick and the opposite of Megan. Yeah. The rest of the way, but I can't do that because I, she, I don't know who she's picking. But also, I mean, she could also do the same. Where if she knew who I was picking, she would just pick, pick the, the, same. the same. Yeah. Okay, so that's fair, I guess. All right, Bob. God damn it. <laughs> the Titans
3: travel to Kansas City.
2: Now I have to like put myself in her head and think, all right, who is she going to pick? And
3: I have to try to
0: guess the opposite. The <laughs> Chiefs
3: are favored by seven and a half. Chiefs. <coughs> The Titans' miracle run ends.
2: I mean, uh, for whatever reason, the Chiefs. I think I was. The Chiefs are a different animal than the Ravens.
1: God, that would have been such a fun game.
2: It really would have. Um, and I think that would have been the Super Bowl. That would
3: have been the Super Bowl.
2: Well, no, I was going to say I think that would have been Pat Mahomes versus Lamar round three. I think they played last year, and they definitely played this year.
3: All right, so I want to go back really quick. And it would have
2: been in Baltimore.
3: So, guys, but week, whatever, we week one, <laughs> um, Tom's Super Bowl was the were the Saints versus the Chiefs with the Saints coming out on top. Bobby, you picked the same exact thing. Ian, you picked the Chiefs beating the Saints. Yep. Porter picked the Redskins <laughs> to beat the Steelers. We were just talking about this, too. But then he didn't pick them to, to make <laughs> the playoffs. To make the
0: playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: Bourbon was running running heavy that night. Oh, yes. Uh, (laughs) Because the football talk. That's whiskey. That's whiskey. Dick picked the Kansas City Chiefs to beat the Minnesota Vikings. And Healy picked the Los Angeles Rams to beat the Kansas City Chiefs.
2: So. Everyone had the Chiefs. Everybody had the Chiefs besides. Porter. Porter. (laughs) Wait, who was his AFC team? The Steelers. (laughs) Oh,
1: Steelers. (laughs) Sorry. Ouch. That was loud. Yep. I like it's like away from go, the mic. When you go up for a jump shot and you don't know to pass or shoot. Oh uh, yeah. Like I just caught, <laughs> caught a no man's <laughs> land, like, then, and then it was just too late. Yeah.
3: All right, Ian. What say you?
1: I'm gonna go against my prediction, and let's go Titans, baby. Keep it running, Derrick Henry, the Clydesdale. Big one, trust. When big come trust. Come see me. Come see him at the bank. NFL leading rusher.
2: Yeah. Problem with that. All right. Do? Uh right.
3: I'm going to go Chiefs as well. They're just the better team, and I, I can't imagine the the run that they would the Titans would go on to win in New England, in Baltimore, and in Kansas City. What three of the top five hardest places to play? If they if they do no. that, there's no way they win this. <laughs> With Super Ryan World. Tannehill, yeah.
1: And how bad of a coach is Adam Gase? <laughs> <laughs> like Ryan Tannehill killing it. Uh, who right. was it? Devontae Parker, yeah, killing it. Yeah, and then why Kareem, Adam Kirk, Gase ever is the head coach? Who was it? Kareem run. Hunt. Who was the running back? Not there? Kareem. No. Oh, wow. Well,
2: Le'Veon Bell is his running back. No. no. Who was no.
1: the one who went to? Oh
2: oh. Par- uh, uh, fuck. Fuck. Don't say. He went. He got uh, Ajayi. No. No. From the Dolphins, you mean? No. He's on Arizona. Kenyon
3: Drake. Yes. Kenyon Drake. Uh, oh Drake.
1: Jesus Christ. Thank you.
3: Yeah. All right. Uh, next game. I'll go. To, it goes to me. Packers travel to San Francisco. The Niners are favored by seven and a half points. Wow. Okay, Jesus. so I did not say I don't think the Titans cover. I think Kansas City just blows them out, and I'm really rooting for Kansas City at this point. I think it's really good for that that passionate, loyal fan base. Yeah. I think it dispels some thoughts on Andy Reid. He finally de- deserves to win a championship throughout you know what seems to be a lifetime Agreed. to the NFL. It you know it's uh, similar to what Lamar Jackson, and Pat Mahomes took the league by storm last year, won an MVP kind of um, uh, out of nowhere in his first year as the full time mm-hmm. starter. So you know, I, I they're they're due. And it's due also theory should be like,
1: applied. I think it's good for Pat Mahomes to say yes, Lamar Jackson is incredible, but I'm still the best quarterback in this mm-hmm. league because I think he is.
3: Yeah. All right. So the Packers take on the Forty ers So the uh, Niners were favored seven. I, and I'm half? surprised it's a seven. And that's half a big. That's a big spread. spread. Right. Like
1: I, huh.
3: I I'm going to go Niners, but Green Bay. I think that's going to be a really good game.
1: I'm definitely putting money on that. I'm definitely blowing Green Bay seven and a half, yeah. plus
3: 7.5. I'm going the home teams here. Bob, I mean Ian, excuse me.
1: A-A-Ron, let's get it. GB. Kay. GB for Iggy. I'm doing the same. Because you think she's going to pick Jimmy Garoppolo? No,
2: well, no, actually, I, I think what we saw last week is, is the real Aaron. Yeah. I think this is also his best defense he's ever had. I think they'll keep yeah, the game close ha- and, and we'll pull. Guys, I magic. have a
3: trivia question.
2: Love it. Who had the game-deciding
3: sack against Seattle uh, a few nights ago? Preston. Well. Preston. How many the sacks Preston. did he have? Did he, was he in coverage in that play? No, I uh, believe he was behind the line of scrimmage rushing the quarterback. No, hand huh. in the dirt. Hand in the dirt and he got the court. Hand in the dirt.
1: That's that, That's why we drafted you. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Could you imagine? He would have got so much more money if he didn't play for us. <laughs> yeah. Did you saw? So, did he, you like still what not I paid. did? You like
3: what I put on Facebook today? That um, or a few nights ago, where two every sets, every year, like on, on the on this day, you on did muscle muscle this. Wheels. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was Welcome to Hell, Jake Gruden. Years <laughs> yep. before that, it was Welcome this, to Hell, Mike Mike Shanahan. Yep. So I was this, just like,
1: these aged well.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the water's terrible, Bob. How are we doing on time? We're at a minute, hour thirty. Okay. Um, forgot to ask you one baseball thing. Josh Donaldson signed by the Twins today, four years, ninety-two million dollars. Uh, that's ideal for me. Uh, I stays out of Atlanta. Uh, no disrespect to Josh Donaldson, but I do not want to pay the amount of money that it would take to get him for a guy that's at the end of his tail end of his career and also injury prone.
2: Has a option for a fifth year that would bring the total to a hundred million. Sure. So that's even. Yeah, and. The Nats are
3: desperate at third base. At the, maybe not desperate. I don't know desperate. That's the right yeah. word. I would say. it's, but They're not as strong as they once were at third no, base. No, obviously. <laughs> and so I, I'm fine with this, and especially if we're going to have to pay Trey Turner hopefully in a few years and, and Juan Soto, you got to start saving up for those type of guys. So it was a lot of teams that are in win-now mode will desperately overpay for someone like Josh Donaldson. So. I'm I'm totally okay with this. I was I'm curious to know what you see what you guys think.
2: If if you were giving me three options and it was this contract the way it's structured and you say okay you have, you get to place him on th- your team or your rival team or some other random team in the in the opposite league, I probably would have picked the Twins. I would. I, this Very is much. an ideal situation because, like you said, you're not hamstrung by this contract. You're not tied to him for four possibly five years when he's already 33, like you said. So until he's 38 at third base too. Um, and he's also not playing. in the National League, where he can't DH every every night. No, true, and he's now he's also not playing in your division, where he can destroy you in the short term. You mm-hmm. know the one or two, maybe three good seasons he has left in them. Probably just two. Ian, what do you think?
1: I like it. I mean, I think it's great for you guys.
3: Sure, it's. The, I, A- I didn't like the whole the AL lake, Central lake now, anyways, with the Nats, yeah. Nats and Donalds. And so there, there's been links that both Chris Bryant and Nolan Arenado are on the trade block. I would love a trade for Nolan Ar- Arenado because he's under contract for another six years where Chris Bryant, I believe it's two years of this.
2: Well, he's Chris Bryant's on his rookie deal. Yeah. So, so then he'll hit arbitration and free agency. And the also, also, well, way, also there's that – he's also got like this weird like service time dispute between the MLB. Yeah. So that's kind of – There's also too. this
3: weird um, – well, there's rumored that the only way that that would even – a conversation would be had is if Victor Horvath is a, is available, and no. Mm-hmm. Seven no. more years of him versus two years of Chris Bryant. Yes, Chris Bryant's a better baseball player right at this time and fig- fills a, b- right a bigger need, but that's not – Rizzo doesn't do that, no. Mm. So, um, as of now, it looks like Carter Keebum's is going to be given a legitimate shot to win the third base job if the you know season starts today.
1: Put Zim back there.
3: Right? <laughs> <laughs> His glo- the glove is not the problem. No, signs him first. Yeah. yeah, please. That's
2: coming. Please stop this. Okay, that's coming. Are you sure? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm
1: almost positive. Breaking news.
2: Huh. Um, yeah, he's gonna give it a shot. Whether he, t- I mean, I don't know. He had a really good AAA year, but that's AAA. Everyone had a good year in AAA last year. Mm-hmm. Offensive numbers are up across the board. He struggled in, up in the bigs. Yeah, he had a good start, which is a great story, but then he really struggled offensively. He made some bonehead defensive plays, too, if I recall. Yep. Um, at short, though, so he won't be up here playing short. Still. Um, I think even at second in some, in some cases last year. When he that's the only place base. I would feel comfortable with him at. And that's fine because then, you know, Dribble Carrera is a natural third baseman. He was oh, a there. natural shortstop. I think he's play- he played more third base last year than he did okay. any other position. Sure. Um. Before we came, before coming to the Nationals, I think even with the the time he logged with the Nats, he still played more games at third. Okay. That might just be an out of need when he played well, the Rangers. So kind of yeah, yeah. So I mean, if
3: uh, I would assume, Asdrubal is going to be the bridge to whoever is think, going to be the long term answer. I think Starling
2: ends. Castro technically can play third. Yep. but I would probably slide him at second and Asdrubal yes. at third. Yep. Which is not in the same sentence as Rendon. No. But then you also have Howie playing possibly second and first. You have Eric Thames. I mean, they've mm. pieced together, you know, I mean, you can't replace Anthony Rendon, but the pieces they've brought together collectively yeah. hopefully kind of replace that 30-plus yep. home runs and, what was it, One hundred almost 130 RBIs. Yep. Like, Jesus. I, I think we'll be able to hit RBIs. because I, I think Robles is going to be a better
3: hitter this year. Trey Turner will improve. Hopefully he stays healthy. Uh, Juan too. Soto could hopefully, uh, you know, I'm I'm curious to see how well he's going to do without Rendon in front of him. Uh, but it's the defense that I think is the most worrisome because Rendon is arguably the best to do it at mm-hmm. his position defensively. Mm-hmm. I think he is. I do too. So, really? uh, is it Manny Shortstop? Oh, Manny's at third again. I forgot. Yeah. That
1: but it's close. Yeah.
2: And so, and also, I'm a, we're, we've also... We say this, too, but, you know, he can't seem to beat out Arenado for a gold glove. Mm-hmm. But that's it, cute. And Arenado is also
3: fantastic in his own right.
2: So, yeah, I, was, um,
3: I think that's probably going to be, you know, I could even see a situation where as Dribble Cabrera serves as the bridge for the time being and then they make a move come the trade deadline for, you know, a guy on a, on a like an on approve on a it type deal, mm-hmm. um, a, a
2: Josh Donaldson type. Yeah, I mean, he was, I, he was I, traded the year before. Yeah, and I don't think um, – yeah. I, I, it's We're getting to a point where it's real tight rope to walk where you, I I know you don't want to rush Carter Keebum, but at some point he's got to prove that he can be the guy. Sure. How old oh, is Carter Keebam? Uh, 22, 23? I mean, I know he only had just a small – it was his first taste of the big league, so he's 22. He's young. So yeah, most rookies
3: don't hit the bigs till they're twenty three,
2: twenty four. So yeah, give him a shot. Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean,
3: he's not going to have to hit third. You know, can put him down at seventh or eighth. Right, that's for the most part what he did
2: mm-hmm. when he was up here.
3: It's not really his bat that I'm concerned with. I think that's where he, that's what got him to be the Nats' top prospect to begin with. Mm-hmm. It's just will he be a liability defensively? Yeah, because he was last year. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um. Porter's not here. Rotten Gregory's. What you got, Greg? Up, oh. oh. I, Daniela and I started two nights ago. Um, the documentary "Don't Fuck with Cats" per Umo's request. Um, I've heard it's amazing, dude. Highly recommend. I'm only two episodes in, but
2: um, how many episodes are
3: there? I don't know. Be- okay, so that that's a good question, and I never want to look at how many episodes there are because even if they have little pictures,
1: yeah, it then spoils something for me. Yep, I do that too.
2: So, I
3: I assume it's like that eight episode
2: level.
1: Fuck. F with cats.
3: At first, when I first heard the title, I was like, oh, this is a documentary about
1: cats. I don't care. Yeah. (laughs) Not the case. Not even a little bit. It's a a cat.
3: Well, I mean, that's where it starts. Um, Come on. Essentially, it's about a um, sociopath that was killing cats and putting them online on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And a group of people we're so upset by this as people should it's be only three killing episodes. it's only three episodes oh balls <laughs> <laughs> um <coughs> you know so it, it's <laughs> oh <balls. laughs> it becomes a, a whodunit oh, like, how do we catch this guy he's a mastermind so at least as of now um
1: yeah got one episode yeah. left yeah.
3: yeah highly recommend
1: I, I, was, I was really going to start it before. Definitely. Earlier today.
2: Definitely. And then I fell asleep. I've heard great things about, I haven't started watching it, but The Outsiders on HBO. Danny was talking about that today. Yeah, that's where I heard it from. And I want someone else. I think I've heard other good Some Maybe Twitter. I don't mm-hmm. know. But that might be a new HBO show to check, check out. Heard's great. Yeah, it's that's It's um, kind of along the lines. Jason
3: Bateman, right? Yes. He's in that. And then Ozarks comes back next month. Or, or right. Next
2: and it's like, uh, he said it's like kind of a true detective type thing. Sold like, like crime. Say no more. Like a mystery to solve. So I'll be interested to check that out. Megan and I,
1: you you didn't like Sherlock, or you did like Sherlock? I love did. Sherlock. Oh yeah. So Megan and I started the re- BBC. Yeah, it's fucking amazing.
2: I know it's so great. We started rewatching that because she's never finished it, and I've I, never seen it. I I would recommend it highly. It's uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and um, Martin Freeman, who are Sherlock Holmes and Doctor Watson, respectively. Cool. Um, Bill of Baggins. And Doctor Strange. It's a great uh current take on Sherlock Holmes. And the way they do it is awesome. so it's like the BBC series, so it's only like three episodes a season, but they're all like an hour and a half. So it's like, they're like mini movies. Um so she's never seen it or never finished it, and uh I, I wanna rewatch it again for the four, for like the third time all the way through because they're so good. So we just finished uh season one today. Nice. Yeah, so that'll be recommendation, too, if you need a new show to watch. Darn. So we just did an impromptu uh, Rotten Gregory's. Rotten PMIC and Myers Gregory. I'm sorry, what? So <laughs> <I just laughs> we just did an impromptu Rotten Gregory. Oh. <laughs> um, we we didn't say this. Damn right, it. Missed <laughs> <earlier>. a bit. <laughs> I uh, wanted to
3: thank Robert Henson for coming on last week. It we got a lot of positive feedback <laughs> yes. from our from and Thanks our for retweeting, fans. Robert. Yeah, we really appreciate it. it. It was so much fun having you on. And uh, we certainly hope to do that again soon. Um Hail. Hail. Hail
1: H E T R for
3: life. Rip uh, the district. Only the Wiz will win. Um next week, hopefully we can get caps. into some capsia yeah, Nick uh, Nicky. Nick Nikki. has been re signed. Five more years. Thank you. And uh we'll get into some wizards too. Uh this is the Davies Bertons
1: um fan club right here. That fucking A right. <laughs> What's the time? What's the time, Babo? Oh, uh one forty four. Look at that. Oh, the over. Said, so with, yeah. with the Was int- it 48 or 42?
2: No, I think she said 142. But then she changes to two hours.
1: All right. Well, oh, yeah. So
2: we we'll- win with that border. Yeah.
3: All right, Bob, sign us off. Bud. All right,
2: Put Me In Coach Podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody, again. Um, hopefully you're listening on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. Or even Spotify, if that's your jam for a podcast. You can also give us a follow on PMIC Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Like and subscribe, spread the word. We really appreciate all you guys. Also, fuck you to whoever talks shit about me on Retskin's subreddit. Don't give a shit about your dumbass comments. You need a hobby, bud. Sorry for fucking trying to give you information about your favorite football team. If you don't want it, don't listen. That was the perfect Dude, uh, You know what?
3: I hate intimate stories about London Fletcher and Clinton Portis and Mike Sellers. That sounds dumb. Some of my favorite players Why terrible.
2: would I ever want you know, behind-the-scenes behind information on my favorite supporting team? That no. sounds dumb. Yep. Uh, also, don't take shots at Robert. Who gives a, like the Right? God damn, People are so goddamn mean. So, sorry for sharing, but... Um, not sorry. Spread the word. Thanks for listening. Uh, at Tom underscore Entity for Thomas. At Ian underscore Foster 21 for Ian. I'm at Bobby underscore Blanco. Give us a follow on Twitter... And tweet at us throughout your DC sporting watching periods. Um Gregory's at not here. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm running out of ideas to <laughs> <laughs> it's easier when he's here because he'll, he yeah, yeah. he'll, he'll say something. He'll say something that I can make a joke out of. But when he's not here, can't do it. But hopefully you, we'll have Gregory back next week. Hopefully we'll have a new soundboard next <laughs> week. Yep. Oh, is that I'm getting the signal from Greg. <laughs> Again, Rep thanks it Thanks again for all for listening. For Tom, Ian, I'm Bobby. We'll catch you next week.
0: My watch is ended.
2: This has been Put Me In Coach Podcast.